Welcome to the Moonlight of Emuna, Parshas Kairach. This week's learning should be a schus for Fushlam, Fachanamash, Basvil, Charats, Basrochel, Shmoshezan, Bechavachavam, Achmorach, Benafira, Bechayim, Bensar, Lunishmas, Heni, Basichil, Mechel. So, Parshas Kairach, we have this this contention, this claim by Kairach against Moshe and Aharon that Kairach wants to be the leader of the Jewish people, he wants to be the Kayan Gadol. Kairach doesn't like that Moshe and Aharon have the, have the power in Kal Yisrael, and Kairach wants that. And the Parsha opens by Yikach Kairach. Kairach took. And so we have to understand exactly what it was that Kairach took. But if we look at Rashi, Rashi gives us a little bit of insight. What was Kairach upset about? It's Rashi uh, on this first Pasuk, on the words Vedasan Vaviram, in the middle of that Rashi. Rashi says, What did Kairach see that made him st- start this machlaikis with Maisha, this dispute with Maisha? Niskana al Benuziel. He he saw he was he was jealous of Elitzafan ben Uziel, his first cousin, who was appointed Shemina Moshe Nasi al Bnei Kos, who Moshe made the Nasi, the leader of the Bnei Kos. We know that the Levim were divided into three families. You had Gershon, Kahas, and Merari. Moshe, Kairach, they were from from Kahas, the middle son. Kahas was the ones who carried the Mishkan and the Kalim, and or the, the, the the Kalim of the Beis Hamikdash, not the Mishkan. The Mishkan was carried by the others as well, but the the Kalim of the Beis Hamikdash. And Elitzafan ben Uziel was was appointed as the nasi. by Hashem's words. Omar Karach Karach said, "Achi Abba Abba My father, my my uh, my father was one of four brothers. Shenem of Kahas. Right? Says Amram Who are the four sons? It's quoting a pasuk in Shmais. It was Amram. Amram, Yitzchar, Hebron, and Uziel, right? So th- those were the four sons. So he says, Amram, Habachar, Nutlu, Shnei, Ban of Gedullah. So the Amram, who was the oldest of Kahas's sons, they took, his two sons were Moshe and Aharon, they took the the, the, the first two positions. Echon, Melech, Vechad, Kohen Gadol. One is the king, one is the Kohen Gadol. Moshe was like a king. Miro, Elitil, Shishni, who should be next in line? Karach was the oldest son of the second son of Yitzhar. Layani, it should be Shani ben Yitzhar, Shani Amram. After Amram comes Yitzhar, I should be next in line. But who money? Nasi has been and who did he go to? He went to the son of the fourth of the fourth son. Uziel was the youngest of Kahas's four sons. Therefore, I'm going to dispute him. I'm going to I'm going to uh, argue with him. And I'm going to be mavatal his dvarv. Rashi says this quotes quote, quotes uh, quotes this from a medrash. And the question is the glaring question is. Uh, Elitzafan ben Uziel was appointed back in Paragimel in Parshas Bamidbar, Paragimel Pasuk Lamid, right where it tells us that Avinasi based on the Mishpachos Hakasi Elitzafan ben Uziel. So why does Kerach wait now till Parshas Kerach till Perak Tezayin to first bring this up? What 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 happened all of a sudden that now he's so upset about it? This is this was going on for a while already that Elitzafan was in charge, and furthermore. Kairach was not a stupid person. Right? We, all of the Chazals we have, Kairach was not, was not, he wasn't a fool. Kairach was a very, very wise person. He was a very special person. He was destined for greatness. How did he make this mistake? He knew what Moshe Rabbeinu was. He grew up with Moshe Rabbeinu. He knew who, who Moshe was. He knew who Aaron was. How did he make this mistake? So Rabbi Nassin, in various places, I'll just read from two of them. I'm not going to read the whole the whole text, but I'll give you a, t- a taste from two places. First, Rabbi Nassin, in Lukuti Halachas, in Hilchah Shluch HaKan, um, Dalit, in Ois Tess, he talks about, he says that, what was Kerach's mistake? Kerach's ma- mistake was, his entire mistake came from his arrogance. He thought that everybody was equal, equal. And he didn't want to believe that Sadiqim, 
still had to fight with their Yetzirah. Karach believed that when a person got to a certain point, so there was no more Yetzirah, and at that point everybody is equal. So in other words, to get to a certain point of being a tzaddik, you have to fight with Yetzirah. But once you reach that certain point, you no longer have to fight with Yetzirah, and anybody who's reached that point are really equals. And says Karach to himself, I've reached that point, and so have many people in Kal Yisrael. Why? Because he says, we, we saw, we all, we, I, Moshe has Nevoah, I've had Nevoah. You know that from the Ramchal, te- teaches us that for a person to have Nevoah, you have to be on a very high level. Hashem doesn't just talk to somebody with, uh, with, with, with rare exceptions in history, but in general, for a person to have Nevoah, all of Kal Yisrael had, had, had Nevoah. And that's why Karach says to Moshe, in Pasuk Gimel, at the beginning of the parasha, Rav Lochem, right, you, ha- you took too much, because the entire uh, assembly are, are holy people. Hashem, and Hashem is within them. Why do you lord yourself over the rest of the people? Karach believed that at the point he reached, there's no difference between him and Moshe. We all heard Hashem speak to us at Har Sinai. And we know that indeed there's some basis to this because we know that at Matan Torah, the, the, we know that when Adam and Chava were created, there was a certain, they, they, they had a certain purity. When they did the first sin, there was a certain filth that came into them. And after Matan Torah, that filth was removed, which then would come back by the Egel. But they saw, they saw that they, they, they tasted, they tasted this idea of speaking to Hashem face-to-face, right? They heard the Anoichi Velayah, the first two Adibrays from Hashem face-to-face. And therefore, says Kairach, what makes you better than us, Maisha? What makes you better than, than us? Than us? Why, why, why are you any better? There's no, we've, reached, we've all reached the pinnacle. We've all reached the top, the highest level. And therefore, we're all the same. But this explains Rabbi Nassim was his mistake. It's not true. There's no, a, a person never stops growing. Even a person who has achieved amazing levels, even a person who has removed the filth from his neshama, even a person who has heard from Hashem, there are always more levels. And there are, there are differences, even with people who have attained tremendous levels, there are differences amongst those people. And what Karach didn't understand is that Moshe Rabbeinu was so far beyond him. And, and he proved it. He, it would not, not, that, not that anybody needed him to prove it, but this was proved in the fact that he's reacting out of jealousy. What do we say, the whole inspiration? What did Rashi say? Because he was jealous of Elitzaf and Ben Uziel. I'm going to explain more about that in a minute. But that jealousy, he's revealing that, yes, you may have achieved tremendous levels, but you're not at the same level of Moshe and Aharon who didn't have a jealous bone in their body, who only did everything L'Shem Shemayim for Hashem's sake. And while it's true that at this point, Kairach and the people that were with him reached very high levels, but they were nowhere near the level of Moshe and Aaron, which the, the story of Kairach bears out by he ends up losing everything because of, this, because of this jealousy. He ends up attacking, he ends up, in, in his argument to Moshe, that I'm just as good as you, he basically is Kaifer, he basically denies the entire validity of the Torah of Moshe. Right, he 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 gets he's so blinded by this shita that he has this this idea that he's so convinced of that he ends up denying the very the very basis for kedusha. In another place, in uh, in Hil- uh, Rabbi Nassim in Hilchas uh, Umnin Halacha Dalid or Islamid Hey Lamid Ches maybe that my copy is a little worn out. Um, so he says also a similar idea. He says that Kirach, he confused two issues. He understood that there's such a thing as a Talmud Chacham, but he, and he thought that that was all that matters. And therefore, if I'm at the same level of learning as Moshe Rabbeinu, he argued to himself, then that we're all just as holy. He thought that just because I, I Kirach we know is a brilliant person. Kirach Chazal tell us that, uh, that, that, he, was, that he was brilliant. 
And Kirch argues, I heard Torah from Hashem also. I should I heard Anoich Hashem Lekecha. I heard La'iyelcha. I heard the first two Dibrays. I've had Nevuah. Therefore, I'm as big a Talmud Chacham as Moshe Rabbeinu. And therefore, there's no reason Moshe or Aaron should be higher than me, right? Why, why, why should they be higher than me? And this is the mistake that he made because he looked only, and it may be that in wisdom, that in IQ tests, right? We know there are there are Chazals that tell us that maybe Rabbi Akiva was on a higher level when it came to Lumdis than than Moshe Rabbeinu. The Gemara talks about uh, the Gemara. In Rosh Hashanah asks whether Shloimeh was on the level of Moshe when it comes to wisdom, right? So there is, it's possible that somebody else was as wise, and that whether Kerech was or not, but maybe it's possible. And therefore he looks at Moshe and he says, okay, you're very wise, I'm also very wise, why should that make you greater than me? But he forgot the Mishnah in Perk Yavis, in Perk Aleph, Mishnah Yud Zayin, where the Mishnah says, Kiloi HaMedrash wa Ikra It's not just the ability to learn. Of course, being a Talmud Chacham is a tremendous, a, a tremendously important, and it's part of being a Tzaddik, right? But, but, but that's not the only thing. It has to, it has to affect the way a person acts. It has to affect the person's midas. It has to affect the way a person performs mitzvahs. It has to be the full package. You could have a brilliant Lamdan who's not, who's not a Tzaddik. And if Karach would have recognized that the main thing is to keep the Torah, not just to learn the Torah, which is obviously a very important part of keeping the Torah, but it's keeping the Torah, he wouldn't have said, how could you rise yourself uh, above above the rest of us? Because he would have understood that Moshe and Aharon were on a level that was more higher than him. Their meters were more refined. They didn't deal with, they didn't have these these petty, jealous uh, arguments. They didn't create a machlaikis because they felt that their covet was dishonored, that they, w- that they were dishonored, that their covet was affected. Karach should have realized the very fact that I feel this way about Elit Safan should tell me that I'm not on Moshe Rabbeinu's level because Moshe Rabbeinu wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't feel this way and we'll see in a minute from the Gnushas Levi what that means and that's why the Targum Unkelis says on Vayikach Kerach, the opening words that we mentioned before, the Kerach took, what did he take? It, the Targum Unkelis says, Ispalig Kerach, Kerach divided. He separated the idea of a Lamdin and a Tzaddik. He, he discarded the Tzaddik element and he looked at only, oh, I'm, I'm just as big a Talmud Chacham as, as Moshe Rabbeinu. And w- whether that was true, probably not, but even if it was true, even if it was true, that's not the whole. That's not the whole equation. That doesn't. That's not. That's not a basis for for coming against Moshe Rabbeinu when he's so many madrigas above you. And now that's what I want to. I want to finish off with a piece from the Kedushas Levi, who tells us a tremendous idea. We we just explained from Rabbi Nassin that Kerach conflated this issue of a tzaddik versus a lamd and a tamachacham a tzaddik. What is the definition of a tzaddik? So on this on Vayikach Kerach on the words Vayikach Kerach the Heli Kedushas Levi tells us he says it is a tzaddik tzaddik rak There's a level of a tzaddik. This is the high level of a tzaddik. His entire motivation for every single thing that he does is only to bring pleasure to Hashem. And according to the, in this tzaddik's viewpoint, the Eitzel Zeha tzaddik, in this tzaddik's uh, mind, Ein chiluk im tanug He does, makes no difference whether he's the one who's giving Hashem pr- uh, pleasure, or tzaddik acher Or it's another tzaddik who's giving Hashem the pleasure. This tzaddik is motivated, what will bring Hashem the most nachas? What will make Hashem the happiest? And if that's somebody else, then let that person be it. And we know that if you look through the parsha, who was Kerach really attacking? He was more directly attacking Aaron over Moshe Rabbeinu. He was attacking Aaron over Moshe Rabbeinu. He wanted Aaron's position. He wanted to be the Kayan Gadol. And yet we don't see Aaron responding at all. Moshe responds, Aaron doesn't respond. I remember seeing, I believe it was quoted from other earlier sources, but I remember seeing from Rav Zilberg a few years ago that Aaron, Aaron 
Hakoyim didn't respond to Kerech because Aaron Hakoyim's reaction when Kerech said I should be Kohen Gadol was, yeah, if you if you if 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 it would be better for Hashem, if we better for the for the Beis Hamikdash, if we better for the Jewish people, by all means, let Kerech be the be the Kohen Gadol. Aaron had no personal interest in being the Kohen Gadol. He only wanted to do what was best. And if Hashem said you're the person to be the Kohen Gadol, so then Aaron did that job. But if Hashem would have come the next day and say now somebody else should be the Kohen Gadol, Aaron would have been ha- very happy to give it over because his only motivation is what is best for to to bring pleasure to Hashem. Says the Kedush Levi, by contrast, you have others who want reward for their service of Hashem. Or they want they want to be the vehicle that brings the tonic to Hashem. Yes, they, they are motivated, which is still a good level. They're motivated to bring pleasure to Hashem, but they want it to be them. They want to be the one who, who brought pleasure to Hashem. And that's what the Pasuk means by Yikach Koirach. Koirach took. He wanted, to, he wanted to take the share. Didn't want to let somebody else take, take that share. Right? And that... Why Rashi also says that what did what did Karach take? Shalakach Mekach Ra He bought like he took a bad he made a bad purchase for himself. Meaning because he, he argued with Moshe because he wanted to be the Kohen Gadol because he wasn't solely motivated by what was best for Hashem, what was best for the Jewish people, what was best for the Beis Hamikdash, right? If he would have, then he wouldn't have argued with with Hashem's appointment or Moshe's appointment of Aaron of Aaron Akoyin. He would have realized that that's the best way, and he's going to find the best way for him to serve Hashem. See, that's the way we're supposed to look at serving Hashem. Not saying I want to serve Hashem the way my neighbor does or my friend does or my brother does, but what's the what was I put here for that will that I I can do the best. Kerech should have been sitting there thinking, okay, this is Moshe's job. This is Aaron's job. What could Kerech ben Yitzar do best for Hashem that no one else can do? Where, do, where can I do something for Hashem that, that, that will add something to Hashem only for the sake of adding to Hashem? Not that it's me. What can I do to give Hashem the most pleasure, whether I'll get the credit for it or not? And this, a subtlety of this is borne out by the original question that we asked. We said that Elitzafin ben Uziel was appointed as the Nasi of, of, of Kahas uh, at the, at the, uh, in, in Parshat Bamidbar. Why did Karach wake up now? Because what happened in last week's Parsha? They thought, in, when Parshat Bamidbar happened and they were Miragla, and they were, not Miragla, they were Nasiim appointed, so Elitzafin was appointed, but Karach thought we're going into Eretz Yisrael in 40 days, and then things will be re- reorganized, right? We, this is just a temporary for the next 40 days. Now comes, uh, the parish of the Maraglim. Now they're stuck in the middle for 40 years. Now he sees that this position of Elitzaf and Ben Uziel is a 40-year position. It's much more permanent. It's a much more permanent position. Now Karach is bothered. When he thought it was for 40 days, okay, let Elitzaf be the travel, you know, the travel agent Nasi. And when we get into Israel, I'll get that covered. Now he realizes that for 40 years, he's not going to have this covered. Now his true c- c- uh, colors shine. So he probably even convinced himself when Elitzaf was first appointed. No, that's okay. I just want what's best for Hashem. For forty days, I don't have to. I don't have to worry about it. Now that he sees that he's that he, he's not getting this position, and Elitzafin's going to have this position for the next forty years, Kerch can't take it. His true colors come out. No, no, I don't want just that Hashem should have tainik. Hashem has to have tainik through me. That immediately inspires and awakens jealousy. That immediately gives him this this gaiva, this arrogance to think that he's the same as Moshe and Aaron. This is what gives him the ability to go from being such a a kaddish, which he was, and and such a to be able to to deny Moshe, that Moshe is bringing the terror from Hashem. That's the, that's the danger of this of this when a person doesn't doesn't keep himself focused on the on the on the end game. That the 
point of this is to serve Hashem the way Hashem wants us to serve Him, not the way I would have wanted to serve Him. Right? I hope I'm, I'm, I'm a li- I was a little bit all over the place today, but I hope this point is clear that when we, we do things, and obviously Karech was on a level that we we didn't we we can't understand. I mentioned before the Rapshitzer, who was a lady, used to refer to him the Heiligazay, the Kerch. Kerch obviously was this is much more on a subtle level that we can understand, but we have to understand for ourselves that so often we think we're doing something because we believe in it, but we have to stop and ask ourselves what is our motivation? Are we really doing this to bring pleasure to Hashem, or do we have some ulterior motives? And are we getting caught up in the mistake of Kerch, getting caught up in this in this idea? Our own theories, our own ideas, and 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 thereby breaking down true madregas that we may have accomplished. Right, Kirk really did achieve tremendous madregas, but he 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 broke them by by not focusing on what was ultimately important. I wish you all a wonderful, beautiful Shabbos.